This is the evil chocolate grab bag. Hello, humans. It's been a while, I know. I wasn't intentionally ignoring you guys or anything like that. My schedule got messed up. And, yeah. Fun times, huh? Yay! <clears throat> but I promised you guys a book review and I hadn't done it yet. So, here it is. Better late than never. Um, this is not a series review like I've done before. This is an individual review on a book I read recently. And it's called Because I Said So. And it has a, it has a subtitle thing. It's like... The truths about the myths and legends that every generation passes down to its children or something like that. Don't quote me on that part because I don't remember. And me being a lover of knowledge, I stumbled on this book. And it's actually written by one of my favorite people in the celebrity world, Ken Jennings. So, shout out Ken if you ever hear this. Hello Ken. Thank you for the thank you for the book. <clears throat> I don't think he's going to hear it, but if he does, I'm shouting him out anyway because that's the nice thing to do. <laughs> <coughs> Apologies, my allergies are acting up and I had an air bubble in my throat. Yay. So what is this book about exactly? Well, just like the title says, it's about like those things that your parents would tell you growing up that may or may not have been true, like <clears throat> like, don't run with scissors, you'll poke your eye out. That, that kind of thing. Um... And what, what Ken does is he actually does research into these to determine if they are true or not. And there are some of them that can be true in some cases, but not others. And it's just so fascinating for me to read that because I heard so many of these when I was little. <clears throat> and I wanted to know if they were true. And to this day... There are certain people who hold that they are true when some of them I found out are not. So, some of another one that I like to quote is that saying, We have to go through your Halloween candy. There's always someone out there who's willing to poison it. Actually, the cases of Halloween candy being poisoned that have been deemed to be legitimate, zero. <clears throat> The cases of people saying their Halloween candy was poisoned to cover up something else? Eh, there have been a few. I don't remember exact numbers. <clears throat> but you are more likely, and this book says you are more likely to be struck by a meteorite than to be poisoned by your Halloween candy. Which I find kind of, I found that kind of funny. I'm like, okay. So I guess that means I have a valid excuse to keep people out of my candy bags. I don't share my Halloween candy, folks. Yes, I still go trick-or-treating. Don't judge me. 
But it's the one time in the year that I get to dress up in a stupid outfit and go act like an idiot and not be judged for it, okay? <laughs> I, I, love, I love getting dressed up in costumes and stuff like that, but that's not even on point. Well, we were talking about Halloween, so I just threw that in there. But there are some other things on the list of things that are more likely to happen to you than for you to get poisoned by your Halloween candy. Unfortunately, I don't have the book on me to read them to you, but it's in there. Another one involves sunscreen. Like, parents always tell you, wear sunblock, wear sunblock, wear sunblock. Yes, wear sunblock. That one is actually true. And it actually reinforced my belief that I should not go out on a very, very sunny day without taking a bath in this stuff. Thank you, Ken. Now, the reason I say I have to take a bath in this stuff, I have... Not that you guys care, but I have a very, very light skin tone, and I can get sunburned very, very easily. And I have dealt with a couple of bad ones. So, I don't like to go out in the summer for an extended period of time without slathering myself in sunscreen. Thank you, Ken, for proving my point. <laughs> <clears throat> And if my voice will ever cooperate today, another one, this is actually one of my favorite parts of the book, is don't sneeze too hard, you'll, you'll cause your eye to pop out. <clears throat> Ken said in that section, etiquette question. If, some, if you're sitting at a table and someone sneezes and causes their eye to pop out, do you just say, bless you? Or is, dear lord, accompanied by your, I'm going to throw up face, adequate? <laughs> well, I'm paraphrasing it a little bit there. I don't remember the exact, um, the exact wording, but I'm, I found it hilarious because, well, if I know that someone has lost an eye, I will probably just freak out because that's gross. There are things that do make me feel very, very ill, and I'm sure that would be one of them. I think what got to me more than that was learning what the doctor will do if you do lose an eye. I'm not going to describe it here because I might have some viewers that are just like me and would not be able to handle it. Ugh. And now I have something in my eye. Isn't that brilliant? Oh, dear Lord. <clears throat> I, I love books like this because you learn so much. Another one was about escalators and the safety standards that they're supposed to have and all the escalator rules and all that stuff. Like, be careful. Like, stand in the middle of the escalator. You'll get sucked under. <clears throat> well, you may not get sucked under, but I still hate them. I despise escalators with every fiber of my being. And for my newbies here, I will tell you why. Some of you guys know me, and some of you guys are newbies to this podcast. So, here you go. 
I was on an escalator in a theme park about four years ago. And the only escalators I'd ever been on were the ones at the mall and stuff like that. The, the shorter ones. So, I was trying to judge by timing when it was time to step off. Well, when I thought it was time to step off, I just stepped out into midair. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, humans can't fly, my friends. Humans cannot fly. <clears throat> Luckily, I had someone with me, and they were able to save me from falling completely off the thing. Let's just say we took the rest of the trip down in a very, very unconventional way. And I'm going to leave it at that. So, escalators might not suck you under, but they are a death trap, and I hate them. And that actually brings me to another point that was mentioned. The brushes that you'll see on an escalator sometimes. No, those are not to clean your shoes. Those are a safety feature to keep you from getting sucked under. Another one that I found quite interesting... was drawing on your skin can give you blood poisoning. I don't know how many times I've heard that. No, drawing on your skin will not give you blood poisoning. The ink that is in pens and markers and things like that, while it can be poisonous if you like ingest too much of it or anything like that, it would take about a hundred ballpoint pens worth of that ink going through your skin to poison you. Now, parents, if you have children, I'm, if you, if any of you are parents and have children, I am not giving you permission to just freely let your kid draw all over themselves. That could be a little bit hard to clean up, but don't tell them they're going to get poisoned from it. You're just going to freak your kid out. If you don't believe me, go read the book. It's in there. I promise. I think it was a hundred anyway. Correct me if I'm wrong. But all in all, things like this that you hear all your life, you take it with a grain of salt. And a book like this, it's an eye-opener, and I love that. And it's not one of those books that just gives you blunt facts and it's like really, really boring. It's funny. The way, the way he's written it, there are really, really funny bits in it, and I love it. On to another point for me to review, since I read this in audiobook form. The audiobook is phenomenal. It's read by the author, and we know those can be some of the best. And it's just, it's really, really interesting, just like the way that he reads some of these things. He doesn't act like he has to be, like, really stiff and all that kind of stuff. And some narrators, you know, will do that. And he shows emotion, like if there's supposed to be an exclamation point somewhere, you hear it. Also excellent. 
the what I told you about are just some examples from the book. There are so many more, but I just can't remember them all. But my only my only what I would consider a gripe with this book, and I don't I don't really mean it as any harm to the author, is that the audiobook is so hard to find. Audible doesn't even have it. I looked. Um, you essentially have three options. You can buy it on disc from Amazon. You can hope and pray to whatever higher power you believe in that your library has it and you can check it out through Overdrive or something like that. Or you can get the version from the National Library Service if you live in the United States. And the downside with that version is they got a different narrator who isn't as great. <clears throat> now, I'm not criticizing the National Library Service here. They do their best. But the narrator they chose for that book just missed the mark a little bit. And you guys know how I am over voices. My local library, fortunately, has the book. And I'm thinking of checking it out again just so I can read it again. Because it's a fantastic book and I don't think I could ever get tired of it. On a scale of one to five stars... It's too bad I can't give it... Uh, it's too bad I can't give it a 10 because it's fantastic. And it's so enlightening. These things you've heard all your life and just taken with a grain of salt. Now you know the truth behind them. It doesn't cover all of them. Like, I heard when I was little that ice cream cones are made of paper. I obviously know that isn't true, but... I mean, that's, that's not in there. I don't know who would find it funny to tell someone that ice cream cones are made of paper... Since we're on the subject, but whatever. <clears throat> Ugh, stupid allergies. But if you haven't checked out this book and you need something to read, I highly, highly, highly recommend you go get it. Shut up, Apple Watch. I know you need charged. <laughs> But I think that's pretty much what I wanted to cover in this episode today. Once again, I want to give a shout out to the author for such a fantastic book. Thank you, Ken. This has been an eye-opener for me. I, I know that much. And an eye-opener and an excuse to learn new things, always appreciated. I love it. And I'm looking forward to reading and reviewing some more. But that's, that's what I'm going to say for now. Usual blither blather blah 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 that you guys have to sit through every time. I know, it's tedious, but I gotta do it. I may pre-record that segment so I can just tack it on at the end and not have to say it every single time. If you like what I do and would like to contact me, you can do so. You can contact me on Twitter. Instagram and Clubhouse at EvilCookies98. You can shoot me an email at theevilchocolatecookie at gmail.com. You can 
find me on Skype under the Evil Chocolate Cookie. You can find me on Discord at the Evil Chocolate Cookie number 4569. Um, the Good Pods Network, you can follow me there also at Evil Cookies 98. You can find me on Reddit at slash you slash Evil Chocolate Cookie. Do you notice a common trend here? <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I think that's all of them. If you like what I do and would like to support me, there are a number of ways that you can do that. There is listener support available on this podcast where you can pay like a monthly subscription or whatever and support me in what I do. You can support me on Patreon if you would like to do that. That is patreon.com slash the evil chocolate cookie. And on the topic of monetization and support, this is a pretty big issue right now. And I wanted to let you guys know that I will not be charging you for content. I'm not going to do the subscriptions through Apple Podcasts or anything like that. I'm not going to be charging any of you for content. That's... That's really not all that fair, so. When we get a larger listener base, I might charge people for, like, exclusive content behind the scenes, that kind of stuff like that. But as, as things stand right now, don't worry, I'm not going to make you pay just to listen to this. That is going to be left up to you. And with that out of the way, other content, if you would like to follow me, you can do so on YouTube at The Evil Chocolate Cookie. Just search The Evil Chocolate Cookie. Twitch is twitch.tv slash The Evil Chocolate Cookie. TikTok is The Evil Chocolate Cookie. If you just want to look me up there. I have not uploaded in a while, but I might. If you want to make one-time donations, you can do that at streamlabs.com slash theevilchocolatecookie1. You can buy merch from me by taking the URL I just gave you and adding slash merch to the end of it. And I think that's pretty much all. If I've left anything out, I apologize. <clears throat> but... I might actually be back later today because there is a lot that I need to cover. But until next time, you guys are the best. Don't be evil. <laughs>